Hey, welcome back to e-commerce marketing school. I'm Tony, your host. And in this episode, you'll hear from Kurt Elster, master Jedi of growing Shopify stores on how to keep growing your business in Q1 after we've had our busiest season yet with Black Friday and the holidays. Spoiler, the answer is not to sit back and relax. Kurt has helped Shopify merchants like Jay Leno's Garage uncover hidden profits in their websites through his e-commerce agency, EtherCycle. And with 2.2 million downloads, he's best known for hosting the unofficial Shopify podcast. So let's dive in. You're listening to E-commerce Marketing School, presented by Privy. And a big thank you to the sponsor of our show, Suna. Before we get into today's episode, here's a quick word from the future, which, as it turns out, is right now. Because right now, you can get the photos and videos your business needs while sitting on your couch. No matter where you are, you can grow your e-com store with Suna. Suna is the world's first virtual content studio. In 24 hours, you'll have the solution to your e-commerce sales. No expensive photo or video shoot, just you making money with the images people need to inspire them to buy. Get started today at suna.co slash privy, or just click the link in the show notes. Today, we've got Kurt on the show, and Kurt is the expert in helping Shopify merchants find hidden profits in their websites and scale their Shopify stores. Kurt, it's a pleasure to have you on today. Thanks for coming on. Oh, my pleasure. I'm happy to be here. You know, for a long time, I've been listening to you, and I know that you took over our podcast here last year for maybe a week or so. I did. I hosted one. It was quite you a lot did. of fun. Because I don't do monologues on my show. And so I got to do a monologue on yours. And that was like my oh, first right. time really committing to that in years of podcasting. It was, it's fun. Uh, it it's was fun. Cool. Yeah, it's fun because you only have to do, uh, you know, people don't want to hear your voice for more than 10 minutes. No, there's no pressure. <laughs> Not yours. You as in the general you. Anyway, let's get into it. So Kurt, this year is a big year or this time of year is a big time of year because most store owners just had maybe their biggest month or quarter maybe of their whole business, but definitely of the year because Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Small Business Saturday, Giving Tuesday, Christmas, New Year's, everything just happened. The highest volume of shopping for every single store just happened. So now we can just kind of chill, grab a drink and rest, right? Absolutely not. (laughs) I mean, if that's your thing, you can. But really, you can't be mad when you don't get the results you want. Not just business, true of all things. You see results where you spend resources, whether that's time, money, or attention, or ideally all three. But if you think about it, it's like, I did not get any better at riding my bike because I didn't ride my bike this year. Oh, there's a shocker. (laughs) If I don't sit down and really plan out a great Q1, I can't be mad if I didn't have a really successful Q1. It is a self-fulfilling prophecy that as humans, we are really good at convincing ourselves like, man. Q4 was so great. I deserve this. I deserve to rest. No one wants to this hear. This is my year. This is emails my are year. annoying. <laughs> I'm not going to send any emails for 90 days and then be mad at the result. Right? It sounds silly and patronizing when I put it that way. But like, if you really look hard at our own behaviors as humans, like that, okay, I think that's what's going on. Is you know, you do really well. Your coffers are flush with cash after Christmas, ideally. Right? If things went well. And then we go, well, I could just kind of chill for a little while, right? No, no, no. I'm afraid we got to get back on the hamster wheel here. Okay, so the hamster wheel today 
does it look different than the hamster wheel in September, October, when you started prepping for Black Friday, Cyber Monday? Obviously, we're not going to have these organic or these these holidays given to us, right? In March, April, we do have Mother's Day, Father's Day, things like that. But how does it look different now as we start for Q1 than it did for your last sprint that you just did? All right. So this is good. Think about how you phrase it. You're like, we're, we're talking about goal setting for the new year, 2023. We're going to have our best year ever. And then you ask me in terms of quarterly cycle. And I absolutely think you're onto something there. For a person planning out, you know, setting yearly goals and being like, this is what I want to hit this year. That can work. For a business, it can work. But I think realistically, it's smarter and easier and more accessible to think in terms of quarters. 90-day cycles. We would make it 100 days if you want to round. And that makes life easier. If we think about Black Friday, we want that repeated success. And so like September, we're procrastinating. We're not doing anything. Fine. October is where we're starting to plan. We're like doing our plan. We're doing our hype. There should be a lot of like awareness marketing emails and communications where we're not necessarily selling anything, but we want to get people excited. Maybe we have a new product release coming out. One thing absolutely true about humans, we love novelty, right? And if you think about like you get more patient over time, over time, time goes by so fast. Well, what's happening is fewer and fewer things seem novel to you. And so the cost of like what's novel goes up. Well, the same is true of your email list. The same is true of your marketing. Your customers crave that novelty too. And so, all right, let's spend January cluing people in on our product development cycle, doing that, sharing that with them, but not letting them necessarily buy anything. That's hype, right? That's hype and that's community building. I love that. We can pepper in some few sales in there. Like there's some evergreen stuff I like to do mix in along with that, that marketing comms hype stuff. And that's like, all right, some of our best sellers are back in stock after, you know, we cleared them out in December. Now they're back in stock in January. You know, like that kind of thing. Just remind people that you have some products. And then November rolls around and February rolls around, right? In our, our quarterly cycle. Okay. Right. Month two. Now is when we're really going to start telling people, okay, here's availability. This is that thing we've been talking about, that thing we've been hyping up, we've got, and all those best-selling products, those are now on sale. Also, we've got this new product coming out. Here are the dates, and here's how you get on like a VIP list. Get people to opt in so they get that exclusive. Now, especially for small brands, it is tough to be constantly running on this product development treadmill and trying to develop new products. It's hard. You can't necessarily do that constantly or on a a 90-day cycle. But what you can do is like limited edition products that are meant to be that way. Re-release a product in a different color, a different size, a different bundle, a collab. In Shopify's trends reports for 2023, they're like, this is one of the best things you could do is collaborate with other brands because everybody wins. Right. And it's for these reasons. It's because like we are seeking constant novelty in that product development cycle. Right. Sorry, I run through that. And then that carries me into the next month where now we can talk about our successes. We can start talking about like, well, what are we going to do next? And also, you know, here's some of our other sales that are going on to clear out some inventory. And then the next month we started all over again. And people have short memories because they're not necessarily paying attention as closely as you think they are. Yeah. And so it's okay that this is on a consistent cycle. And they don't care. They don't think about your business nearly as much as you do. But one of the things that you were talking about the three-month cycle that brought to mind was there is 
kind of a major shopping holiday in every single cycle, right? So we just had Black Friday, November. In February, month two, you've got Valentine's Day. In May, month two, you've got Mother's Day. In July, month two, you've got, I mean, there's a big American holiday, but you could literally just do summertime sales, right? And then you've got Black Friday. So it's not like people are going to be like, oh, I don't want to buy anything right now. Stop emailing me. Stop educating me. They don't think about it like that. It's I said this on another episode, when Valentine's Day rolls around, I hope that this jewelry company, Hello Adorn, I hope they email me because my wife loves them. It's just one of those things that I, that I hope they do. You know they're going to email you. I know they are. No, of course they are. You expect it. That's why you signed up for that newsletter. Exactly. For store owners who work in e-commerce, they forget the power of newsletters because they know how to do it. Like They know why people are sending newsletters. They see through it. And so they forget that customers don't see through it. They actually want to read and see all these things. So the hype in month one, for sure, that's going to be huge. Show how you're making your products, show some behind the scenes. Month two, tell them how and when they're going to be able to get some of this stuff, whether it's, yeah, make you know, it real, present make, the detail, like it is now materialized. Right. You can get this on this date, kind of locking in that hype. And then month three is, like you said, educate or tell them of your successes, a lot of brand building in there too. Yeah, like clue them in on it. Make them feel like whether they did or didn't buy, they went along on that journey. They saw behind the scenes. And you can add some vulnerability to it. Like maybe it didn't sell as well as you had hoped. Tell them that. There's so much honesty and power in being candid with people about sales and successes and missed successes. Hearing it out loud and saying it, I think it's like six weeks and six weeks. Sure. Is probably where this cycle runs. And then in between, you know, it's still like, hey, back at stock best sellers and here's some of our customers' favorites and here's some educational stuff. Okay, so I have a question. Moving into, I kind of want to reflect on Black Friday for a minute, right? In my opinion, there are a lot of things people can start doing now that aren't necessarily on this cycle, but just start doing now so that when Black Friday comes next year, which sounds like forever away, that they're not going to be in the zone of like, man, I wish I started this earlier. So in your opinion, what are some of the things that you find store owners wishing they had started earlier when Black Friday rolls around? Like, what are some of those things that people can look into at the beginning of the year, whether that's emailing consistently or whatever it is for you? I, I'll leave it up to you. But what do you find to be common? Okay. If I want to improve the total health of my business by doing some dreaded copywriting. I know it's homework. People don't want to do it. But it, hey, there's chatbots that'll help you out now. Um, just really makes life very, oh God. very easy when you kick that can down the road by having a robot do it for Let's you. Let's open that moral uh, dilemma later, <laughs> another episode. Gosh. I think the solution is like you use it as a starting point or as inspiration and do some heavy copy editing. But all right. I think the powerful missed opportunity for a lot of brands are these very specific educational email flows, cross-sell email, like maybe cross-sell email flows, maybe educational email flows, but essentially like you have a category of products. And the one I think of is we work with a bunch of auto detailing brands and one in specific is, is Torque Detail. And they'll, it's this guy, Dan Sweeney owns it. And he brilliantly will go like, will build a flow for each specific product. So it'll be like, hey, oh, wow. here's the best way to like solve X. It's like, oh, you got, you want a shinier car. That's like a really general thing yeah. with auto detailing. Sure. But just make the darn thing shiny. And I, I want to keep the shiny side up. Yeah. Right. right. And so he'll send an email that's like mirror shine, like the right way to use our mirror shine product, 
which great name for product, tremendous thing. But then you'll get an email flow segmented on just like it'll be several days of like social proof about how well Mirrorshine works. Hey, this is how to you're here introducing this Mirrorshine product. Here's how to use Mirrorshine. Here's Mirrorshine versus, you know, they have another product that does something very similar. Graphene. Which one's right for me? Ah, okay. They tell me that. Then uh, next one. You know, you can get 10% off it if you order in 48 hours. And maybe I've already ordered. They send me a different one. Hey, we'll send order, buy a three pack. We'll give you 15% off on a three pack. And it's triggered because I had bought the product in the past or I had viewed the product in the past. And a catalog like that, in most people's catalogs, they don't have two items. You know, this catalog has a dozen. Your catalog might have 50 items, a thousand. Look at what sold really well in the previous 90 days. What is the number one bestseller? Okay, can you make a flow specific to that? And then that becomes incredibly powerful. During the full year, it's spaced out. You get one email a day. Yeah. During Black Friday, we could tighten that thing up. Maybe it's like AM, PM. We have our send times. And if you could do, all right, so I built one and I see success with that. Ah, maybe I do four more, do the top five products. Doing something like that, you're going to stay top of mind. You're going to convert more. You're going to have higher average order values. It was really quite tremendous when you have a way to systematically stay top of mind for people in a relevant way. But no one wants to put in that work to create five emails, five simple templated emails that probably have less than 500 words total in them. Right. Absolutely. It, it reminds me too of um, this company back during the quarantine and when everyone needed a mask, a friend of mine was creating masks by hand. Really cute Star Wars ones because we're big Star Wars fans here. Wait, hold on. I get yeah, I know you heard that R2. You like that. R2 likes that. Kanan's here too. He likes it. Oh, we got some lightsaber noises. We got some lightsaber noises here. And so basically what they did is they had a group of 10 friends that all knew how to stitch and they all knew how to, or sew rather, and they were making these really cool designs and they obviously wanted more hype around it. Now I know that this was a, a kind of a niche thing for the pandemic, but this still works. So using their emails and some social media because they took advantage of some of the, obviously the, the trending advice, all they did was pump out emails telling you how masks should be made to be effective. So what are the most effective masks? Why are they so effective? What linking to the actual studies that showed why they're effective. And then you came to realize that their masks were actually in that top tier because that's how they created them. And so they tricked people into understanding what the best one was. And they're like, hey, by the way, ours is in that top tier. And you could do that with any product, right? You could, you know, like the mirror shine is like your car wax needs to have this. It needs to be applied like this. I don't know. I don't know too much about cars, but the chemicals in your shine need to be this, that, and the other. And now your audience is really knowledgeable about what their top product should be. And then, oh, what do you know? We have that top product. And like you said, it's 15% off or this, you know, this, that, and the other. I love when people can cite their sources. Oh, you can yeah. cite your sources. Yeah. And then later when you're claiming, hey, this is the best product, your sources then become the social proof, that user-generated content. Right. When you're backing up your claims with here are third parties agreeing with it, it becomes much more impactful. And when you're spreading it out over five to seven communications, oh, now it really makes an impact on people. And they might even remember it. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so I want to recap real quick. So right now, at the beginning of 2023, we had our biggest quarter yet. Em emphasize quarter, right? October, November, December. 
in January, right now, at the beginning of January, it is not the time to just rest on your laurels. Right now, you can do this kind of quarterly system where we do, if you want to split it up into three kind of sections, spend the first month hyping your products and getting people excited. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean creating an exciting email every time needs to be in all caps. It's not what I mean, but produce content and emails and and things like this that actually get people intrigued and interested. Maybe your second month, you can start selling and, and telling people what you have. And then in the third month, really educate people about that process and why what you did worked or didn't work and keep them in the know. And I really wanted to bring this up to what Kurt has been talking about. It does more than just bring in sales it starts to form this kind of loyalty or this, I don't want to say community quite yet, but this beginnings of a community where people feel like they're involved in your business. And this is kind of the last thing I want to touch on. So uh, at the end of last year, Kurt published an episode on his podcast, the Unofficial Shopify podcast. I think it was December 20th, where he talked about community. And community, one of the things he said in the episode is, and his guest was saying that it's not just you shouting information at your guests or your audience. It's not just you sending a bunch of emails. It's not a one-to-many approach. It's a many-to-many approach. And communities really, really drive sales. Obviously, that's one of the perks, but it also generates like a lot of excitement around your brand. And I genuinely think that everything that Kurt just said can be the beginning of a community as well when it comes to Black Friday and Cyber Monday that you can tap into. So starting this month three, this third month strategy of really cluing them into your business and telling them what worked for you, what was exciting, what wasn't exciting, and making them feel part of the business, I think can go a long way for the rest of the year. We heard it. (laughs) So Kurt, thank you so, so much for coming on the show. This was so valuable for everybody listening, I'm sure. I guess my last question is, what didn't I ask? What is the one piece of advice you have for e-commerce store owners right now as we're beginning the year, uh, if somebody were to come up to you off the street, something that we didn't cover in this episode, what would you say? All right, if I had to really dumb it down to one tip, it's like, all right, what's the one thing I should be doing that I'm not to have a better Q1, better 2023? Send more emails than you think you should. It's so easy to get self-conscious and talk yourself out of it when you've seen how the sausage is made, right? And I think that's a mistake. I think you need to be sending more than you think. The right answer is more than you think. Right. I I want to build off that too. Nikki is on the show as well. And we were talking about newsletters and she had this great point that was take a look at your data when you send these emails as well. Because if you have a really good content in an email and you send it out and only 10% of your audience opens it, duplicate that email, put a different headline or a different subject line and send it to all the people that did not open the email. Send more emails. I totally agree. Kurt, Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. We'll see you again here soon and have a happy new year. You too. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you you guys are too kind. (laughs) All right. Thank you for watching e-commerce. Wow. Oof. (laughs) Watching. I guess they are watching. If you're on YouTube, uh, if you guys are watching here or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or or wherever you're listening to your podcast, we are doing this on YouTube. So you can watch Kurt and I chat as well as all of our future episodes. You could find that on the Privy YouTube channel. And if you want to find us in the wild on Instagram, we're at Ecom Marketing School. And Kurt, where can they find you? I'm pretty active on Twitter at Kurt Inc, K-U-R-T-I-N-C. Or Google me, check out KurtElster.com. I got you know, links to everywhere, including my newsletter. 
where if you reply, which nobody ever does, that goes to my actual email. I'll happily, if you have a question, oh. I'm happy to answer it. All right. And if you haven't yet, check out the unofficial Shopify podcast with Kurt Elster. So thank you very much. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.